right, welcome back. Episode number 25. Um, not consecutive weeks, though, because I'm a piece of shit. This isn't even the consecutive week back. I took another week off. Um, still trying to get my shit together. Um, but that's because last week I didn't actually want to put this episode out because uh, my band headlined the main stage of London Music Hall, which was huge. And I uh, I spent like my whole week promoting that, so I didn't want this episode to get lost in the uh, just the promotion cycle of uh, of that. So yeah, Lost Arts uh, headlined the main stage in London Music Hall because Rum Runners was still under construction, but still it totally counts. And uh, we got to do it uh, with our friends in Bodie Jar and our new friends in Road of the Prince. And Gypsy Chief Goliath. I'm oh, man, Ready the Prince. We did a podcast and a couple episodes. That's going to be the episode episode number 27. We'll be with Ready the Prince. Fuck, those guys are really nice, man. Those They're super cool. Um, it might actually be like the best episode I've done. Uh, probably shouldn't say that as an intro to another episode. But this episode with Charles was really good, too. Um, but yeah, the Ray of the Prince guys were super nice. It was dope to hang with them and the Bodie Jar dudes uh, before the show. It was a pretty successful show, I would say. Um, we're still trying to make a name for ourselves, but I think um, being on the stage with those guys, like, yeah, it kind of, I think it, it, it's going to put us on the map in London a little bit. So, yeah, so if you came out to that, thank you so much. Uh, this episode, uh recorded this a while ago with Charles, uh, formerly of Legal Kill. Which is, if you don't know Legal Kill, they're a fucking wicked band and you should totally check them out. Even though they're not together anymore, their music's still out there for everybody to enjoy. Um, definitely check that out. Uh, but yeah, me and Charles talked about a little bit just about like Legal Kill. Some of the cool shit they did, like opening for the Dirty Nell I called The Office a couple years ago. Um, they were only together for like a year and a half. And they did so much shit. And Charles is, you know, 17 still. Has done way more than me and most people that I know. So, uh, and he's a really cool dude, man. He's like really down to earth and, uh, he just fucking loves music. Uh, he, you know, we kind of talked about what he's doing next. He told me a little bit more off camera and it, it sounds fucking dope, but we do talk about, uh, what he's planning next. Obviously he went on tour with bearings. We talk about that. Um, this is a pretty cool episode and, uh, I hope you like it, share it around, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we'll talk to you at the end of it. Anyway, here's a little snippet of, uh, legal kills can find to get you into the episode and i'll play the rest of the song at the end because it's a fucking wicked song uh so yeah here we go ladies and gentlemen we should jam sometime episode number 25 with charles on <laughs> this is a cool thing Thanks. My parents made it. It nice. has a light on it and everything. Very sick. My mom does crafts and my dad likes lights, so. Sick. Perfect. All right, welcome back to We Should Champs Sometimes. We've got Charles. Uh, and I already fucking forgot it, dude. So Andrevik. There we go. Okay. <laughs> you said you're going to get it changed. Do you have an idea for where you want to get it changed to? Uh, something that sounds uh, sounds good, you know, yeah. something memorable because <laughs> yeah, something like it's a lot the, and it's spelt really weird too. Like you yeah. think it would be I C K, but it's yeah. C I K. Yeah. So like everyone's like, I know you from the internet. Like, what's your last yeah. name? You know, like <laughs> it's always weird. It but, is like uh, I guess standout, like just reading it, but then if yeah. somebody has to yeah. pronounce it, it's like what the fuck. But yeah, yeah, then nuts. you won't have to explain it anymore. 
Crazy last name. Yeah, there you go. I always have issues with like, I guess it's just the way I talk. Anytime I say my name's Caleb, everybody hears it as Kalo. And really? I, yeah, and I Kalo, don't get that's it. that's kind of yeah. a sick name. Though. I know, it might be like my rap name if I ever choose to like, <laughs> go Kalo. down that path. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for coming in. This will yeah, be cool. Yeah, of course, man. Um, so I was thinking we'd just like kind of start at the beginning. I mean, you're, you're still like a pretty young dude, but you've sure. done a lot. Already, we had 18. About to be uh, in November. About to be 18? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's like just start with like, if you want to talk about Legal Kill for a bit, and maybe sure. just like the sure, start man. of that, kind of yep. start of your journey to where we are now. Um, so it started obviously as like a high school thing, and you guys yeah. won the Jack Richardson Battle of the Bands thing, right? Yeah, that was yeah. sort of like right after some people discovered sort of what we were doing. Right. Um, it was myself, uh, Talon Pryor, and Tyler Woods yeah. originally. Um, we met Tyler on a Facebook post, which nice. is kind of hilarious because yeah. we're all so tight with him now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Talon and I would, would get together and jam. Uh, I convinced his old man to let him switch to Beale, the same school that I was at. Oh, cool. So like every day we were just hanging out and like thinking about music, yeah. and writing stuff. And, uh, it was a real exciting time. You know, we, uh, we had our first show, uh, at the very beginning of 2017, I okay. think. And that was at, uh... Old East 765. Nice. <laughs> Shows don't really happen there, you no. know. So it was like, um, but yeah, after that, like a few more people started coming out to all of our dates. Yeah. And we won the high school Battle of the Bands thing, yeah. which won us one song with Aaron Murray, uh, which turned into a full EP, yeah. which we just paid for three of four, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like right after that, it was definitely like a totally different uh, game, you know, that like opened up. Uh, all of our eyes to sort of what music's actually about yeah for sure it seemed like you guys like <clears throat> just had a rise like really quickly yeah like, it, it kind of like fast. started and yeah. stopped like within two years yeah Ish. yeah <laughs> I, we were a band for what like beginning 2017 yeah like maybe a year and a half yeah, like it seems wild, like longer yeah. than that you know? but uh yeah yeah that's pretty crazy like uh how did like the show with the dirty nail come about um it's like this stems back like a long time. Like my dad okay. uh, is good friends with Tony Lima, has been working with him for a while. So I didn't really know Tony. Right. Uh, we'd played one show there uh, previously and I was just like, hey man, like I'm a huge fan of this band. Yeah. Uh, we want to open this show. I think that it would mesh super well. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Give me a couple days and we'll make it happen. Oh, and wow. We got it. So it was, that's wild. It was great. So you yeah. pretty much just asked. Yeah, and, and that was that was like I think my favorite local date that we played. Yeah, I for sure, that's really unreal. That's something like I've just realized in being in the music industry, like here for just a couple of years, is like it's just asking. Like, yeah. you're never gonna like you can wait for stuff to happen, and like it might, but like worst case, they just say no, and then no big deal. <laughs> it just comes down. It just comes down to who you know, man. Yeah, you know? totally. Unfortunately, but that's sort of. Yeah, but it's also like a it's a process. I mean, like. The more you go out to stuff and the more people network. see your face. Yeah. Network, network. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It can be like a long process, but I've, uh, I find like with myself, I'm like looking into the future too much. So it seems like it's not happening, but when I'm pretty, I, like, I'm pretty guilty. Of that yeah. Too, man. But yeah. when I start like looking into just like the people that I've met just in the last year and some stuff like slowly happening, I'm like, Oh yeah, it's actually not going too bad. I just probably need to be a little bit more patient. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah, you know? for sure. But, uh, so then you, uh, just released the second legal kill EP earlier <clears> this year. And, yeah. uh, which is wicked, by the way. Thanks, it's uh, always in my car. And uh, so that was good. You did that with Aaron Murray too, right? Yeah, that was at uh, Charterhouse Studios. Right. And it was cool because we're really good friends with all the guys at the PA shop yeah. and London Guitars. 
So we'd, you know, it would be like three in the morning. We'd be working on guitars. We'd oh, just like good. creep upstairs and yeah. grab this head and these pedals. Like that was probably my favorite part of the yeah, recording there. You know, for sure. just like access to all this crazy. Yeah, gear. you just gonna play with whatever. Yeah, that's cool. wicked. So how long did it take you guys to do that? Um, we really like we took it slow. Uh, I think we started uh, with one session where we did all the drum tracks right and then we took like a month to sort of think about like what we really wanted to do because originally we were just going to do one song yeah and um we're like fuck like these sound really good yeah. like let's <laughs> let's do four you know let's yeah. do an ep and we'll we'll talk about the costs and stuff afterward yeah so yeah like we took we took some time to sort of think about like okay like how do we want this to sound what do we want it to sound like right uh, and then we went back in and did bass in a couple of days. At, at that point, Craig had joined the band. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like maybe four or five months. Right. Like we we really took our time with it. Yeah. So Craig joined like when you were like starting to recording already. He joined like pre-production phase of right. volume two. Okay. Cool. So Talon was playing bass for us when we recorded the drums, which was in oh, like okay. October. Right. And then maybe like December we hopped back and then at that point Craig had yeah. played his first show with us. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what was like kind of the difference, if any, like between Craig being in the band and Talon being in the band? Um, Talon's more of a like he's more he's just he's got this crazy right hand yeah <laughs> and he just like he plays his bass like it's a guitar right and like talent talent's like a really really talented guy right? yeah like, he, he uh like he got the gig with cherry pools yeah. and that's sort of what spawned craig joining right. our band yeah um but the biggest change i'd say was having a guy that can sing like craig and right. sing as high as craig right you know as soon as we we had these two voices to to mix and, and write harmonies with. It was like a totally different game. Yeah, really you know? opens it up like songwriting wise, where you can. Yeah, do, yeah, yeah. It was like Craig was like the obvious choice right. as soon as I found out that Talon was yeah. off to join Cherry Pools. Right. So. Were you guys friends with Craig already, or was it just like you knew who he was? Uh, we were we were pretty tight with him. Yeah, uh, I actually played in like my first band ever with Craig, and so mm. did Talon. He was like 19 and we were like 14. Right. <laughs> so like bless his heart for playing shows with us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I knew of Craig for quite a few years right. and I knew that he was the shit. Yeah. So uh, he, he was the obvious choice. You know? Wicked. That's sweet. Did you guys have plans for a third EP or album or anything before? Um, before. You decided to call it? Before uh, I left to do the bearings thing. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to do a seven-inch oh, okay. uh, record, right? And have uh, like two, three songs. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of the idea. We were going to do it at Charter House and just you know use money from shows, like yeah. just the the band money, and yeah. Let it recycle, right? Uh, so that was the plan. And then uh, obviously I got asked to do that tour, mm -hmm. and like it's a lot of it. Like it, you can't pass something up like that for when sure you're, when you're young. Yeah, you know? so definitely. I just, I don't regret doing that. Yeah. So why was it then like, why not just a hiatus from Legal Kill instead of like being like, this is probably it for us? Um, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of things within that band that we wanted to change yeah. slowly. Right. Which would eventually turn us into like a totally different band. Right. So my logic is let's take some time and write a record. Yeah. 
and then by the time the next band is around yeah. it'll be like a record that's ready to go right so that's that's sort of like what what we're all doing now right you know, we're just sort of thinking about uh songs and writing stuff and yeah chatting about that so cool so like it might there might still be something in the future for that yeah, then, yeah, yeah, something some similar to yeah. Legal Kill, I think. Cool. Uh, more of a more of a rock band, uh, right? I think, but uh, some similar for sure. Right on. So then, do you want to talk? You were saying last night that you were like writing your own record. Is that like a solo thing, or is that like what you, is that what you're talking about right now? Or? That's what like that's what I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. About right okay. Now. Cool. I'm uh I'm just like trying to get about ten or eleven songs right. together, and then I have uh, a band uh, sort of ready. Right. A couple of really good friends of mine. Cool. Uh, and then basically the plan is, uh, by the time anybody knows that we're a band, we'll already have a record right. ready to go. Perfect. Like I'm, I'm very much so interested in getting all of the pieces, uh, in place Definitely. before something happens yeah. because then it takes a lot of stress off and you can worry about shows more. Yeah, than exactly. So. And you never know like what'll happen. So if you announce something too early anything could come up that music's crazy that. Like that, yeah you know? <laughs> so. like the places it'll take you yeah definitely you never know so uh then how did the bearings thing come about uh that was like such a long process oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> um originally what happened was uh talon and i uh we went with tyler actually to like a state champ show okay and we met joe buscema who manages uh bearings and now cherry pools right um and i guess at the time cherry pools hadn't been a band uh so we gave him a record yeah hoping that we could contact him in the future and maybe work with him yeah and he called talon and was like hey man like i got this uh band that's gonna be a thing soon yeah so then next thing i know talon's like yeah man i'm going down to toronto like i'm starting to play with these guys we got oh, this fun. tour booked like, yeah I, I got i can't i gotta pull out yeah so i'm like Okay, man. Yeah. That's, that's cool. We yeah. had like one last date, which yeah. was a show with Heart Attack Kids, I think. Okay, cool. And within like a month and a half, we were playing shows with Craig. Right. So it was like, it's really speedy, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the bearings thing happened the same way. Like Joe obviously knew uh, of me because yeah. of Talon. Yeah. Um, and same thing, man. He sort of just, he was talking to the guys and then they had reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to do this tour. And of course, I was super down. Yeah, so was, for sure. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. That's wicked. Was it just Canadian dates, or was it? Yeah, and all? Yeah. yeah, it was a uh, it was a month long uh, cross Canada tour with Seaway, uh, and Living with Lions and Lake right. Pacific. Yeah, I uh, met some fantastic dudes. I bet. Really enjoyed myself, and uh, yeah, man, it was like it was just more of a learning experience for than sure. anything. Yeah, and uh, I was I was really lucky to to have done that. Like, That's wicked. Yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. And then the, was the last show in London at the Music Hall. Yeah, or, it was. Yeah. It was cool that it that it uh, that it ended off here yeah. because I could just go home and sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got like really really sick on like the last week of the tour. Oh shit! Just from like, I think this is gonna sound funny, but what did it to me was like sleeping in the top bunk of the van. All yeah. the windows were closed. Yeah, we stopped at an on route. And for whatever reason, there was banana splits available yeah. to be purchased there. <laughs> so I got a fucking banana split at three in the morning, and the and I can't even breathe. Yeah, and I just pass out, and I wake up, and I'm like, oh uh, man, like and it just got worse and worse, like every day. And it lasted for like two weeks. You oh know? shit! So your body gets like yeah. run down. From yeah, treating it like shit on the road. Definitely. You know? <laughs> so that was funny. That's but, hilarious. Uh, 
yeah, how many times have you played the main stage then? Because you got would have been able to do it with the rich Jack Richardson thing. So yeah, then, so we, we yeah. did that, and I played there with bearings. Yeah. So twice. It's I wicked. Guess. Yeah, we did it with, uh, I did MIA, and so we did like uh, Share the Land, like this charity concert. Oh, sweet. And like, uh, memory of jack richardson and this year was the first year it was at music hall so it was wicked to play up there yeah it's cool man like it's definitely uh playing like bigger rooms like that like everything just sounds yeah a lot different like i got to experience a couple different venues like that yeah uh, on this tour and it's it's a totally different game man for sure you know you got to be really really clear and concise about your monitor mix yeah because that's huge if you're not using in-ears definitely um but yeah man i love playing bigger spaces like that if there's yeah. actually people there yeah you know? for sure yeah it's wicked there was like 500 there for for That's that great. show which was cool yeah i'm sure that um bearing show was probably pretty close to sold out when you guys were there yeah they did uh like they they roped off oh, okay uh about 40 percent of the venue right. so they closed off the balconies in the back right because it was a big show obviously like it was a seaway show but yeah. it, it wasn't like a 1700 people right like, so I think the cap was about five hundred or yeah. five fifty, maybe yeah. six hundred when we played there, and it was it was pretty full. Like yeah, it was wicked. it was a good crowd. Yeah. So, um, so what was that like? You guys are when you're in Legal Kill, and it was I was at your second release show, and like the room was packed. Like, how does that just feel when you're that kind of new of a band? You guys are young, and the support is like that wild for you guys. Um, it's definitely like just knowing that a crowd is your crowd is really cool. Yeah. I've played to I've played a lot of shows where it's like obviously an opening slot where it's not your crowd yeah. or in a band that's that you're not in, you know. Yeah. It's just so it's uh it's definitely cool to know that people are there and buying your record and and there for you like right. it's, that's that's got to be one of my one of my favorite for sure. things about playing shows. Yeah. And definitely. Are tight. Yeah, for sure. So other than the Dirty Nail show, what's a show that stands stands out for you? Uh, is the best or the worst? <laughs> <laughs> both. Let's do both. <laughs> uh, like, we played this really cool show in Hamilton uh, at Doors Pub. It was like okay. our, it was our first Hamilton date. Yeah. And uh, I expected it to be not amazing. Right. And Craig was, you know, saying the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, there's like there's like a bar downstairs. Right. Like, have you ever been to I the haven't, but we're playing there in October for the okay, first time. Sick. So, yeah. So, it's like you go in and it's like downstairs. It's like a bar and they got tacos and stuff. Yeah. And then you go upstairs and pay at the door to get into the, the oh, show. Right? Okay, cool. So, what happened, there was like no one there. And then as soon as we started playing, like first note, like people just start coming up from downstairs. Oh, like, you know, like 2030, which for that room is yeah. great. The guys from the Dirty Nil showed up. Oh, we hung fuck. out with them. Like it was, it was a cool show. Wow. And we and I thought I thought that we played pretty well. Too. Yeah. So it was it was just a good night. Yeah. And uh, obviously, like our release shows were cool too. Yeah. The March 9th one was, I think, uh, like the peak. Yeah. Uh, we did, we did a show with Palais Royale. And okay. Yeah. Crownlands. Yeah, yeah I was there. Was cool. I was at yeah. that show too. Yeah, that was yeah. sick because yeah. it was like totally not our crowd yeah uh but everyone was super cool and we sold a bunch of merch and we got to meet some cool people so yeah that was a good one i think that was probably the best show that we ever played yeah we 100%. played uh we played with crownlands like two weeks after that oh sick and uh we went second and so like by the time we got there like the crowd starting to come in because it was a crownlands and the lazies show oh and sick. so like it was our first rum runner show too so i was like I, I was stoked but i didn't like know what was gonna happen like crowd wise for us 
But by the time we played, like everybody was there for Crownlands and the Lazy. So I was like, holy fuck, like the room Tight. was like so full. What was uh, there was two locals on that show? Yeah, Mirage was playing too. Oh, sick. And then yeah. us, yeah. So cool. uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. We also we when first time we played at Call the Office, it was kind of like a whatever bill that we got on at the like right before the show, a couple days before. So we were like, whatever, like didn't really expect anything. And again, like there was a bunch of people there when we played. I nice. think just kind of like it's Who's called the, the Office. Uh, it was like this band Steinbeck's that are from me, like are not from me. For I'm from me for <laughs> from London, and uh, they're for they're MIA too. Sick. And so, um, but yeah, it seemed like most people were there when we were playing, which I think was just like Call the Office just has people that are at yeah, Call for the sure, Office man. all the time. People that just like to go to shows in general. Yeah, like Call the Office is like it's really cool when it's when it's full. Yeah, and it's like it's pretty easy to do that. It's yeah. not like the biggest venue. No, but just playing like a packed show at Call the Office is always like such a vibe. Yeah, you know? for I've been sure. Going there since I was like a little kid. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, man. Yeah, was it like kind of emotional when you guys did your last show there? Because that was um, full. We were we were there too at the back. Yeah, it was pretty full. <laughs> yeah, there. Were, well, I don't know. Like I don't. I thought that we would have potentially sold that out. Right. But I guess when you don't really play uh shows for like a month like, right well, like it was just very complicated <laughs> yeah, yeah like the way that that everything resolved sort of so yeah. like it was very spur of the moment like yo let's do like a headline yes yeah. oh this band's rad yeah let's do that yeah uh and i didn't expect a huge turnout but there was maybe a couple hundred people there yeah so it was it was crazy yeah it was, it was a good show a lot of people were saying it was it, it was really sad to see us go right but, uh, the next thing that comes is going to be uh, better. I think. I'm stoked for that. So, That'll be wicked. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, so I was reading like a London Fuse article. I think it was like in promotion of the second EP. And it said in there that you would love to play in a pop punk band. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's funny how that happened. Because like a month later, I, yeah. I was. Um, I took an interest in the genre for a while. Right. And there was a couple songs uh, that we had written where you can hear that, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I went out, I did it. Uh, like, as soon as I started liking it, I went on that tour, you yeah. know? Uh, and it's cool. I think that I'm just not uh, a pop punk right. guitarist. Right. You know, like, yeah. as, as, as weird as that sounds, yeah, like, yeah. it's just, it's not... Uh, it's not like what I think I'm best at playing. Right. So yeah, it's, it's definitely like everything's super different, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I just feel like it's not maybe as much as a challenge for you. Or I it's mean, just like, like, yeah, now what you're into playing. There's, there is like some of that, but yeah. at the same time, like I feel like I just play better when I'm playing stuff that's like at the top of my, like, right. Like picking speed yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like I just, I like to, I like to play pretty flashy so right like it's just it was it was different yeah but you know you you learn a lot from from playing in a band that's super different for so sure it was great um so do you have you always also been a songwriter or was that just something that naturally came once you kind of mastered mm. the guitar a little bit i mean like when i was when i was really young like super young like yeah. a little kid i used to just like jam on my guitar and come up with these little yeah. tunes and stuff but I never really took it super duper seriously. Right. And then um, once the legal kill thing started happening, it's like, well, we can't find a vocalist. Yeah. <laughs> so I learned how to sing in like three months. Yeah. And I uh, I started writing a little more seriously. Right. 
and yeah that's sort of just how it came about and now i can't really stop doing it i really enjoy it yeah so. yeah it's uh, do, do you have any influences specifically for just songwriting songwriting yeah uh, i like a lot of like 80s rock bands right and i'm super into like grunge and stuff too yeah. so if you sort of like bring those two together for sure and modernize it a little yeah. bit I'm, i think that's probably what you'll hear yeah definitely songs. yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah who are yeah. some of your like biggest favorite bands biggest influences um when legal kill first started i was super super into alice in chains okay and if you listen to like our first ep definitely yes yeah. it sounds yeah. a lot like <laughs> alice in chains uh and like vocally like lane staley was my first uh singer that i thought was really cool yeah um but yeah like lately i've been listening uh just to a lot of like riff rock okay uh just like coming back from this tour like you know, when you play when you play that many shows, uh, playing like the same songs every night, like, yeah, it's just good to like jump on to like something different, so you don't get stuck playing like the same type of stuff all the time. Right. So like, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of riff rock lately, like cool. a band called Badlands. Okay. Uh, that's Jakey Lee, uh, who played with Ozzy, okay. uh, Ray Gillen, who sang for Sabbath, Eric Singer, who yeah. played drums for Kiss. Like yeah. it's a it's an '80s blues <laughs> rock super group. Oh, that's wicked. So that's like that's what I've been like jamming to. Really, yeah, you know, that's hilarious. Sweet. Did you take lessons first, uh, vocals, or did you just kind of like sit down and no. you're gonna figure out how to do it? Yeah, I just sort of started started trying to sing, and I was like, okay, if I do this differently and stop smoking cigarettes yeah. and, uh, you know it was just like it was a uh, big first step it was actually it was actually a really great thing because you sort of learn a lot about what you can what you can do and what you can't do yeah you definitely know? like playing playing a lot of shows back to back to back to back to back you got to be able to sustain your voice yeah and that's like something that a lot of people i think have a hard time with so for that sure. was like the big thing for me that's all i wanted to learn how to do right so yeah are you self-taught guitar too or uh, I've had like a few different people that have shown me some stuff. I started with uh, Jeffy B from Bob Noxious, oh, yeah, yeah. just a friend of my dad's, yeah, and I was like eight or nine maybe. Yeah. So he just showed me like some blues stuff just to like get me stoked about playing guitar, and For that was sure. great. Like all my chords, you know, just right. basic stuff. Yeah. And then once I was starting to take an interest in playing fast, uh, I went to Scott Zarek. Okay. Who went to mi in la cool uh personal friend of eddie van halen nice he's just like <laughs> he's just a crazy fast and precise guitarist that's wicked so like he he basically like gave me my right hand yeah, yeah. so i did that for a few years and then uh, a friend of mine uh boris who actually works at london guitars oh cool also super cool guitarist right so uh he showed me sort of once i had speed he like showed me what to play and yeah what was cool oh right right so like okay yeah man that was and then like after that it was just all sort of me deciding what i wanted to learn to play and right stuff. so like sweet yeah. cool so then how long have you been writing songs then roughly mm, like seriously yeah uh probably a year and a half oh okay wow so, shit man yeah that's wicked uh, so what are some like local-ish bands, like doesn't have to be London, but just maybe Southern Ontario that you'd love to play some shows with that you haven't? That I haven't? Yeah. See, I was going to I was gonna say like the Dirty Nil, yeah. like, but we had that show with them. They're like just such a great rock band. Yeah. Right and there's like such a lack of that. Yeah, now. for sure. I'd like to play with Single Mothers. Okay. That'd be cool. Yeah. They're, I'm a big fan of that band. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really cool bands. But like, I think a lot of the bands that we wanted to play with, 
that are like Ontario bands. We, yeah, we did. Yeah, right. So it's like, yeah, Crownlands was great to play with. Yeah, they're like those fantastic guys are like some of the nicest dudes yeah. I've ever met. Yeah, and like Kevin, uh, Kevin and I just like chat about gear for a while for and sure. stuff. So like that was cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were a great band to play with. The Dirty Nil was a great band to play with. I'm just really. Like I want to, I want to play with rock bands, right? You know? So yeah. it's like there's definitely a shortage of like for sure southwestern Ontario rock bands, yeah. You know, definitely. so like, yeah, I don't know, man, just rock and roll bands, right on. Like, cool. Uh, what about some like big bands that like just would be like dreams to open for? Hmm, man, that's a hard one. <laughs> like, do they have to be like bands that are like around now? Or just, no, like, anything, no? anything. <laughs> I'd love to play with some like '80s metal bands. Yeah, you know, like imagine, imagine like going on tour with with like Alice in Chains. Yeah, or, that'd like, be wicked. You know, like I, I don't know. I'd like to play with like old bands. Yeah, because everyone used to be like so good. It was like a challenge. For to, sure. You know. Yeah. Have you seen Alice in Chains live? No, no. no. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not a huge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a huge Duvall fan. Yeah, yeah. So it would just sort of like defeat the purpose. Right on. Yeah, I know. I would have loved to see them in like their dirt days or something. That would have been wicked. Yeah, I was watching this tape of them playing in Toronto. Oh yeah. It was like, it was really sick. Yeah. It was like I think 1993. Right. So they played like ACC and it was nice. fantastic. Right on. So good. They headlined a festival I went to in Toronto like in 2013. Cool. And it was still pretty wicked. Like Jerry Cantrell's a wicked guitar player. It was still pretty cool. To he's see. got this. He's got this gnarly beard. Going yeah, right it's like this long. Yeah, like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess they just had a comeback album. I guess it's been a while. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, that was like in 2013. They had just put a record out, right? Right. Yeah. 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 That was the Devil. Devil bleeds the, blue. No, that, that was uh, you. You combine their last two. <laughs> There's really? black gives way to blue, and then there is a uh, what the fuck is it called? Devil put dinosaurs here or something like that. Devil bleeds blue. Yeah, it's still a cool <laughs> record. It's still a cool record. That'll be the next one. Yeah. Just That'll be the next Alice in Chains record. Devil bleeds blue. It's not. Yeah, it's actually not a bad name. Jeez. There you go. That's hilarious. All right, what else do I got for you? I feel like I've asked most of the questions I had. I don't know. You want to talk about anything? Uh, I pretty much asked you everything you wrote down. Are you like? Are you a gear guy? Are you like? I mean, like a little bit, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not a huge gear guy. Fair enough. But. uh I feel like I wasn't really, and then I got here, like, to London and met all Because I'm from a really small town where there's not, like, too many musicians. Where's that? Of Meaford, Ontario. Meaford, Ontario. Yeah. I've <laughs> you, never heard of that You know town. where Blue Mountain is? No. Okay, no. well, fuck, there you I go. have no clue where this guy's from. No, <laughs> okay, well, the, Drew and Dakota from Bodhichar, also from Meaford, Ontario. Oh, sick. So there you go. Yeah. Just a little bit of trivia. Rad dudes. Yeah, they're really nice guys, too, for sure. They're, uh, we just announced our EP release show today, so you should come to that. I'm gonna come to that. Go. I uh, yeah, I saw I saw yeah. that. It's at Rum Runners. Yeah, right? yeah. On, like, it's a the wicked lineup. 28th of September. There you go. Okay. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Ready, the Prince is on the bill, and I'm very excited for it. That's so. They're sick, like man. one of my favorite bands right now. I'm like I'm super eager to see the new the new and improved Rum Runners. I know, me too. Shut yeah, down. it's gonna be wicked. So that'll be sick. Yeah, we were probably like one of the first shows back there. Actually. That's a new, they got a new PA. Oh really? Which is crazy nice. because the last one they had was yeah. massive. Yeah. So. I'm excited. Yeah, that was that. That sounds great in there. Cause like Comeback Kid is coming to Rum Runners. Soon. Yeah, I think that's like the first official show. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, and those guys and like Strange Ways is on it, which is oh cool too, yeah, yeah, friends of ours. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I I know a couple of the guys from Comeback Kid because they actually played in Living with Lions. Who oh, we okay. Were on tour with for right. a while. And they're sick guys. Like, yeah, they're so cool. So 
Yeah, right I'll be on. at that one for should sure. Be sweet. That should be like the first big one. Yeah, I'm excited. And then Dirty Nails coming playing there. It's the headline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And November, November 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be wicked. That's cool to see like bands just like they were called the Office last time they were here, and now they're going to Rum Runners. Well, like imagine being in that band and having played at Bud Gardens with Billy Town. Oh yeah, true. And they did that. Shows <laughs> <called> the <Office. laughs> yeah. Oh, true. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's uh, crazy. That'd be cool. I love contrasts like that. Like yeah. when you're on tour, like playing a huge show and then the next night playing this tiny room to yeah. like 20 people. Like, For sure. I don't know, man. It's it's cool. Did you have anything like that on the Bearings tour? Was everything like pretty much like lots of similar? Lots of ups and downs. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Like there was, well, like when you're playing in like A markets, like bigger cities, you're right. going to have great shows, yeah. right? Like most of the time. Yeah. Is. But uh, sometimes like the smaller towns are like super into it too. I remember we yeah. played in uh, Moncton. Okay at uh for the life of me i can't remember the name of the bar yeah but it's the good one which yeah. one that is. <laughs> yeah and it was like it was like the size of this room man like we had this tiny stage and i like there's four of us that were up front yeah and you know like i had to turn and sort of play to the amount of people that were at the door because oh. there wasn't enough room for us to stand all in a oh, row no <laughs> so it was cool like people were really nice about it like we started playing and like i couldn't turn around yeah so, like so and then uh like 20 people maybe like came over to like this little nook that i had at yeah. the side of the stage and just like watched me and we're like super <laughs> rad so like that was cool that's that was awesome a cool one that's hilarious yeah i remember when we did the crownlands lazy show we used crownlands kit and like obviously it's off to the side right so we were just like in one big line on the stage and i was like this is super that's that's weird. what happened when we played with those guys too yeah because uh palais royale uh do you know that band yeah yeah, yeah like the yeah. sumerian band yeah so yeah it was their headline and obviously like they're a band that will just leave their back line on stage yeah. right and set up in front of it yeah which is usually cool there's i guess enough space for that on yeah. that stage um but for whatever reason, Tyler wanted to use his own drum kit, oh, which yeah. was fine. Like, yeah. It just it just meant that there was three drum kits yeah. on stage. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it was like me a drum set, yeah. Craig, and it's like I can't I can't see the guy. Yeah. You know? like, it, was, it was the craziest show, man. Yeah. But we were so close to the crowd. Yeah. Like, there was a couple times where I was able to just like jump in with my guitar, right? You know, because you're like right there. Right. So it actually turned out being really sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a. I don't know, a challenge probably isn't the right word, but it was just kind of funny because I'd like usually would turn around to like look at Drake or whatever when we're playing and it was just it's an just empty drum yeah. kit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I like shows like that. Though. Yeah. You like learn to like play to different rooms on for different sure. stages. Like Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I had a question and I lost it. Damn. But, um oh well, it happens. Still learning how to be a host, I guess. Oh, <laughs> Usually, you have a question for Charles. Oh, damn, she never prepares anything. <laughs> man. Um, how did you meet the basic white guys? Some friends oh, with those dudes. It was so like it was so funny how that one happened. Actually, like, who were they playing with? Uh, Radio Caroline. Oh, okay. Remember cool. that band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were playing. They were playing a show at Call the Office with Radio Caroline, and I was like, okay, like I'll go see Radio Caroline. Yeah. I haven't seen Craig in a bit. Yeah. So uh, I went there with Talon and Basic White, I think, opened for them. Yeah. And I was like, like, fuck, man. Like, these guys are yeah. really, really good. And mm -hmm. where are they from? Yeah. When did they come to London? Yeah. So I knew they weren't from London. Yeah. But, like, I, I guess they'd moved here, which is super cool. Yeah. So 
yeah, it was just like, we were all like having beers and stuff. And like in between songs, I'd just be like, you guys are so sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we, we ended up like, we partied with them for a while after that show. Right. And we're like, yo, like, let's, we got this band. Like, let's, uh, let's do some support shows. Yeah. Like, do you want to play our release date? So they sort of became like our favorite band to play with. Wicked. They're just like the best dudes. Yeah. When, so. uh, we went to your uh, release show. I had never heard of them, so I like listened to a couple songs before we put, they, uh, I went. And I was like, all right, like this sounds cool. And they're like one of the best live bands that I'd seen in a while. Like just the energy they're and just stuff like, that they have. They're animals, stage. man. They're yeah. like the biggest partiers. Yeah. And they're like, like Riley is like such a good songwriter. Yeah, man. Like, totally. There's been so many like, well, you you came to the Basic White yeah. House a couple like those blurry nights. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like we'll just... <laughs> We'll just sit there at his computer and he'll be like, yeah, I wrote this the other day. You know, yeah. he's like playing all these songs. And I'm like, this guy comes up with stuff so quickly. And right. It's always so good. That's so, wild. yeah, I have a lot of respect for those guys. Yeah, man. they're they're fantastic players and like really good friends of mine. Yeah. Riley's been well, like as soon as that show happened, I like messaged him to come do this. And it was like we did it. And it was like we hadn't just met like when he walked in the door. And he's been super nice to us. Like anytime we're at a show or like he like invited me like personally to like come to that. Uh, secret show they did and he was super cool nice. and so i was like kind of nervous to go because i only knew him and i was like this might be weird but like nah, it's gonna man. be fun. everyone's everyone's yeah. chill and like, that was... everybody that he introduced me to was like stoked to meet me and i was like fuck it's like one, probably one of the better parties i'd ever been to the the police came were you there for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i uh well talent and i talked to a bylaw officer right yeah and uh, we were fucking hammered yeah you know? and i was like uh I was like, so like, what's what's the scoop? Yeah. You know? Like, why? And she's like, we've received a noise complaint, and I'm like, if you guys just leave right now, like, I was like, I was like trying to get them to leave, and I'm like, I woke up the next morning, and I was like, man, like, we would have got arrested last yeah. night, you know? And then I I got I went and got Riley, and he's like, oh, I'll take care of it, you yeah. know? And it's like, it was the funniest thing, man. But uh, yeah, they yeah. kept playing. So they did, was, yeah. It was no issue. But uh, I, I think it was like Riley's girlfriend was like, why is Charles talking to them? Like, he's like the one guy that should not be talking to them right now. Uh, that was a good night, though. That, that was, was really that was one night. of the, the best nights yeah, of all time. That was sure. the night I, I found out that I was going on that tour. Oh, really? So I was just like, yeah, that was party. Party. Yeah, that was cool. sure. That was cool. Yeah. Sandro, like, started talking to us and like Julia's a photographer. And he's like, oh, my my mom teaches photography. Like, oh, yeah. I have all these film cameras and stuff. And it's like showing her. Yeah, it was super random. But Sandro's cool, man. Yeah. They're Him all and I, uh, super cool guys. We were like jamming in the living room after they had played. And it was like 3.30 in the morning. Right. So it was, uh, it was pretty good. After Bylaw was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, man, just play drums. You know, and he like drags an amp into the room. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like. The cops are coming for real. This yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I love this shit. We should just do this all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah man, I'll be here. Oh, Let me know. The best. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, cool. Like, I think we, we talk about everything that you got coming up. I think so. Yeah, we got yeah, the... Just uh, putting some money point. aside and writing a record. Yeah, right yeah. So. That's the key for sure. Yeah. yeah, we already started. Like, we announced the EP release. So now I'm like, fuck, what are we going to do after that? We got to start doing something else <laughs> you like, guys played uh you guys have played toronto or we played yeah we played at the hideout like in july and there was nobody there oh, we played at the hideout yeah we did, you did uh, like a music week thing man. yeah it was a canadian music yeah. week show and it, it actually turned out that as soon as we stopped playing the whole crowd and the whole juno committee showed up 
Oh, fuck. Like, right after. So. No way. <laughs> but, like, yeah, so we were kind of bummed about that. But yeah. we're like, you know what, man? We got these passes. Like, let's go to some shows. Yeah. We bumped into the guys from Basic White. Yeah. And, yeah, we sort of just hit the town, man. Wicked. So it ended up being a crazy night. Yeah. Know? So that was cool. That was a great show. That's killer. Yeah, I'm hoping that we... Uh... I feel like an application and everything, so that'd be wicked if we could do that next year. CMW. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, But yeah, we're playing at the Bovine, too, in uh, November. I don't know. I was trying... This is our first time, like, booking shows, and I was having a hell of a time, so I was just... Whoever would answer me. (laughs) Yeah, man, seriously. Toronto's, like... Toronto's so hit and miss, too. Yeah, well, there's so many venues that you can play. Exactly. And, you know... And every night, there's, like... Yeah. 10, 15 shows happening. Exactly, so... So why why is someone going to come see you when, like... Fiddler is playing yeah. next door and it's free. Yeah, you know, like exactly. that's that's the only thing I don't like about Toronto. But like, I, I like Hamilton a lot right. too because Hamilton's like an in between. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a little bigger than London is. Yeah, but like it's it's pretty like Hamilton's an easy city to to do well in. Right, you know, and there's like some really good bands from Hamilton. Too. Yeah, so I like Toronto though a lot. Yeah, it's just, yeah. There's just a lot going on, and then also when you're the first time that you've been to a lot of those cities like they're not going to give you like a friday or a saturday spot yeah right? so yeah you like, got a lot Monday of like nights. thursdays or like sunday or something that's how it works like, with the horseshoe so you yeah start yeah, with the mondays Monday. yeah the variety show you know you're playing like you're a metal band playing with like a uh, acoustic yeah. solo country <laughs> artist yeah you know it's like those are weird shows man but like i don't know it'll it'll come with time yeah for sure start to yeah. yeah yeah i've had a, a few people that i've either like asked to play shows with us elsewhere or like message me for like london gigs because like i guess like london's pretty hard to get into if you're not from here which i guess I, I definitely yeah. see that I, I have a lot of bands messaging uh like me and the legal kill page yeah. asking about shows at evac yeah, yeah i find yeah. i find like a lot of bands play their yeah. first london show at evac yeah we've never played there but yeah i actually had a guy the other day that wanted to do an evac show yeah exactly and it's like because yeah it's london's weird though because like you could play old east but like it's tough to get a crowd over to old east and yeah then... it's like it's kind of a, a spooky area man yeah to be honest with you, <laughs> it like, really is every every touring band that i've talked to about london yeah that's played evac has been like yeah we didn't know what to do when we were done our set because we were like gonna get the shit yeah we went outside <laughs> that's true yeah. But yeah london's like people are always shocked when they come here, yeah you know because like there's just like such a such a drug problem right now yeah. so, you know it's yeah. just like a it's become a scary city yeah especially almost. at that area yeah the old East yeah. evac area no, but Evac is is a really good spot to play. Yeah. The first time in London. Right. It's like a, they have really like supportive, regular crowds yeah. that come out just to shows in general. Right. So yeah, that's a cool spot. I yeah. Think. I think it's just like some of the spots that people really want to like. People want to play Call the Office or Rum Runners, and those are exactly. two spots that like aren't super easy to get into if you yeah, don't yeah, know the sure. right people. And uh, even like Rum Runners, it took us. Well, I met Edie in September, so like he's got he had the rest of that year figured out anyway. But True. it was just like consistently, <laughs> like anytime we did something, I let him know, or like anytime I was at Rum Runners, it was just like, hey man, what's up? That's what it's all yeah. about. Yeah, and dude, I think sure. it like worked out. He was like stoked to do this release show, and he was obviously pretty helpful. So that's cool. I think it's just a lot of that. You guys got to be consistent 
and, yeah, and, exactly. and nice, be nice guy. If you can prove that you're going to bring out a crowd with your first headline too, that's Yeah, huge. I know. I'm nervous yeah. about that. But I'll the, whole, the lineup's there. wicked, so that should yeah. help, obviously. Yeah, should like, great, man. Who's your, uh, who's your support on that show? Uh, Ruddy the Prince is opening, and then uh, Gypsy Chief Goliath, and then cool. Bodie Jar is playing right as well. Yeah, yeah which they're like good, co-headlining, right? so it should be should That be should fine. be a banger. Yeah. yeah, man. I'll be there. Wicked. Looking forward to it. Cool. Well, man, I don't have any more questions for you. But you thought of a question? What do you yeah. got? Why did you cut your hair? Why did I cut my hair? <laughs> uh, she did. You know, when we got to your call the office show, she said he cut his hair. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I sort of cut my hair just to uh to fit in with the band that I was playing with. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but a lot of it was like, I'm glad that I had my hair short. For this summer yeah. because we did this like i did this whole tour with no with no air conditioning uh, you know, yeah driving through the desert it's yeah. like 45 degrees yeah <laughs> and it's like my hair just would have looked like shit all yeah. the time so it's it's good that i had it short you know i definitely know that vibe i've been like landscaping all summer and it's like some days it's questionable so you got, well, you got the curls too, haven't right? yeah so it's no good sometimes blessing but and a curse man i know when you're playing shows though it looks sweet it's just all the in between when it's hot as fuck outside. <laughs> is that is that all you wanted to know? Right on. You should ask Crownlands that when they came. Not why they cut their hair, but I don't know what they. Yeah, the type of conditioner they use or something. Kevin's got some locks. I'm um, yeah. Yeah. He's a hairy guy. A hair guy. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. Cool. You got anything else? I feel bad. Like I ask everybody, you got anything else? Like it's not my show, but <laughs> no. I think I we've uh, we've talked about everything that's happened yeah. recently, and it's been like a really good time. So. Cool, you had fun. Yeah. All right, cool. It was sweet. There man. you go. That's all I'm looking for. Thanks all for right. inviting me. Thanks for coming on. This was fun. Of well, see you around. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for checking it out, everybody. Episode number twenty-five. Let's keep doing it. Um, so in terms of episode, I have two more episodes already recorded. And um, they'll be coming out. So the next episode is um, Esther's family. Liam Buckley's back. I actually got the videotape and everything uh, this time. I mean, I shouldn't say that because the video is not actually edited yet. But so hopefully no problems there. Also, like I said, uh, did another episode or did an episode with Ready the Prince. Uh, that one, that's a good episode. So be ready for that. Check their music out. They're super cool guys. And uh, I think that there's going to be a future with Lost Arts and Ready the Prince. And I like that. I really like that. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes out for that. If you haven't checked out Lost Arts' new EP, uh, Let Me Go, please go check that out. The reception's been, like, pretty cool so far. You know, it's weird. We still have, like, a lot. We still have a long ways to go. So, uh, you know, it's coming. You know, uh, we're going to we're gonna get there. But, um but yeah, there's still a long ways to go. So if you're listening to this, you know, do me a favor, go check out the EP. It's like not even 20 minutes of your time. Maybe tell tell a friend about it. And then while you're talking to them, tell them about the podcast, you know, because I want to keep this thing going. I got another announcement soon. Uh, the website announcement is coming very soon. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I'm sure... Uh, I've already kind of changed the name of some stuff, so I'm sure you know what's going on. But anyway, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Um, here is the rest of, or here's, I'm just going to play the whole song again. Legal Kill, 
can find. Stay tuned next week for Esther's family. Thanks a lot, and I love you.